Broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Get ready, pal. Here's your host, Randy Tobler. 808, welcome back to the third hour of Wake Up Mid-Missouri on another yeah, clear day outside. Good to see. Sometimes because of the frigid, chilling, sub-zero weather temps that we had in the past few weeks, I walk out. And it feels like spring, but it really isn't. So it's not, but forty feels like a heat wave. I know, isn't that wild? How you sort of underestimate it? It is still cold. Yeah. There's Stephanie Bell. Good morning. And John Marsh. Good morning. Producer Hannah. Hello. We have a caller on the line. Before we get to the Mayorkas impeachment, which really moved through after about a what a twelve or fifteen hour debate yesterday in the House, um, we're going to talk about that and some other things. Caller Susan has a community event that you'll be interested in. Susan, welcome to the program. Thank you. Good morning to you. Good morning. Yeah, What's I'm going on? Well, there's a candidate forum tonight. Um, Mark Farning um, is hosting it, I believe. It's the uh, uh, Columbia Board of Realtors. But they're going to um, have the forum for the school board candidates and also for the city council candidates um, for Ward 2 and 6. So this is one of the few forums, and maybe the only forum, that's not slanted way to the left. So I'm encouraging people to go if you can, but it's kind of long. It's from 5 until 9. However, I just called them, and I did find out that it's going to be streaming online and on YouTube. So um, if people want to go and find out about the candidates, uh, they can go to midnohomefinder.com. That's the webpage for the Columbia Board of Realtors. And then as you're looking at that page, there's a wide white bar, and at the lower left part of that bar, it says... 2024 Mark Farnan. Um, it may say for him, too. I don't remember exactly. But anyway, it's pretty obvious. So you click on that. Okay. That's actually a link that will take you to the online or the YouTube. So then you can find out about all these candidates for okay. city council wards two and six and also for all the school board candidates. Do we know where it is in person, live, if folks want to show up? Um, let's see. It's at 311 Bernadette Drive. And I don't really know what that is. It's, I looked at on, on the Google Maps is like right across the street from West Lakes, across Bernadette okay. from West Lakes. Okay, sounds I good. Yeah. Hey, well, thanks so. for the heads up. That's good. Opportunity for folks to get involved and learn more about the candidates. Hopefully, there'll be a little Q&A, too. I'm not sure the format, but that's great. So, again, yeah, it's uh, midmohomefinder.com. Use the, there's a little button there. You can get to learn more and stream it. Okay. And worth thank, mentioning, you. Okay. Th- thank you, ma'am. It is worth mentioning that, uh, that that in Ward 6, Betsy Peters is running unopposed. So, uh, Betsy, will, Councilwoman Peters certainly could be there, but she's not... She, she you know, she doesn't have to face election. It would be the second ward and then primarily the, the school board, um, the three candidates running on the school board. We did have one candidate in the school board drop out. Um, essentially, it's a three-person race, but uh, but we'll see what happens. But I appreciate the our guest, calling in. Our guest yesterday, John Potter, uh, you mm-hmm. know, who's going to run. I, that's, I don't recall anyone doing that in my recollection recently where someone's running for both a state rep district as well as now the... The school board, that's that's unique. It's a difficult run. It, in both, he's going to be, he, yeah. obviously, uh, financial challenges. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we know where he stands. And uh, he did testify, uh, submitted written testimony in favor of Representative Cherie tolson Reich's bill about charter schools. But I'm glad we were able to have him on. In the wake of Secre- Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas' um, dereliction of duty, this happened yesterday. 
Homeland Security Committee is going to mark up articles of impeachment against Secretary Mayorkas for willfully and systematically refusing to comply with the law and for breaching Americans' trust. These articles are the product of a deliberate, thoughtful, and fair investigation revealing that Secretary Mayorkas' failure to fulfill his oath of office has resulted in a his, in an historic border crisis costing thousands of lives. You know, this reminds me of the progressive left who wants to defund the police, leave their doors open to criminals, and when the criminals come in, expect a fanfare and a flourish of law enforcement to come in and take care of them on the taxpayer's back. It's amazing. It's just amazing. Yeah, and it's been, you know, in just talking around here in mid-Missouri, we've got the question of the day up on KMIZ.com, checking that out. And the question of the day is, should Mayorkos be impeached? 70% currently of mid-Missourians are saying, weighing in. 70%? Saying, yes, he yeah. should be. I It was 69%, and I voted when you told me about it, so I must have oh. tipped it over to 70. <laughs> <Pumped> it up. <laughs> Marsh, you want to make it 71 well, I don't think I'm taking a position on it, but I can tell you, <laughs> wait until that issue comes home to the communities in mid-Missouri. Yeah. When they start bussing them up here and dumping that's, them off, you know, on the university campus. That's what exactly where I was at on this, John. Like, imagine this poll being done, you know, in a community next to the border. I mean, yeah. we say that it's a problem for the entire United States, which it is. But I can't imagine living that close and have and interacting every day and seeing it in person. Um, it, it would be, a, I think you'd have 99%. And, you know, the Denver mayor has now joined the New York City mayor, the Chicago mayor, and others who have, you know, are going crazy after they invited the the illegals in and no not so much when it actually happens and they want taxpayer bailout and where's the federal government and the, the denver apparently they've had forty thousand, maybe more than any on a per capita basis relative to the sound, size of the town uh but these blue city mayors it's like they they invited this problem and then they want someone else to to solve it i'm like sorry brother you you, you made your bed sleep in it well and yeah to think of all the stress our mid-missouri law yeah. enforcement departments are under not only with resources but with staffing and to add that on top of it, I just I can't imagine. And remember when we asked Brian at the governor's prayer breakfast, mm-hmm. we asked uh, Representative David Tyson Smith, mm-hmm. would you be willing to sponsor a bill to get something ahead of this, to just put up a firewall, to say, you know, have some protections in place? He says, well, it's not really a problem. We'll deal with it when we get to it. I'm paraphrasing, but that was it. It's like, hey, you know, if it becomes a problem, we'll deal with it. Well, then it's too late. And he said, the, basically, he said he, there's only a certain amount of bandwidth, I believe is how he phrased yeah. it, that's yeah. in the session, and he doesn't, doesn't really th- feel like it's a problem. So, no, he didn't do that. But the press secretary at the White House um, several times has said before this that the border is secure. Uh, she said that. <laughs> so has, so has, so, uh, Mayorkas Mayorkas has, said so that has too. Kamala I mean, Harris. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just, you know, so it's it, it just... Uh, it's it's interesting, and some of this wasn't even covered by some of the news outlets. Uh, you know, know. Uh, it, it's just now it is when you get the president involved, it's going to get covered. So you're going to see. It'll be interesting to see if this deal that Mark Alford was talking about that he doesn't he said he doesn't even know anything about it, what, whether that has legs or not. But it it's it's going to be interesting. Now I heard there's an update, a local update. On a on a chain. <laughs> I mean, speaking of important oh, issues of the day, B- Brian Houseworth. The the Como oh. the Como Good Bad and Ugly Facebook page is rejoicing. Yes. After the latest news on 
Golden Corral. Corral. There's goodness <laughs> in Colombia. I promised you, Brian. I will. I'll buy. We'll yeah. go there. We'll celebrate the grand reopening at the Corral. I will. You, you'll be my guest. Yeah. Brian should honestly get to hold the big scissors. When yeah. The big <laughs> you know, and and we we have been working KRCG again. I they they did a nice job on the story. I just am going to emphasize to people. I've been out there. I was out there again just the other day. <laughs> Just be. They've got a lot of work to do. They've got. They, they, first of all, you've got a chain link fence that's going to have to. You've got just equipment everywhere. And I know they're saying, you know, mid April, mid April, not given an exact. How long date. ago was that fire? That Brian? was that was New Year's Eve in 2022. So oh. it's been well over a year. That was the night you called me asking for Prozac. Remember that you said, <laughs> I, I yeah. can't, "Can you please? I can't live without it anymore." Yeah. And a little Heinz <laughs> KRCG is reporting that uh, the fire caused a quarter of a million dollars in damage. So and there was question over was it local owned? Is it a is it a company store? Well, and and Hannah's right about first of all the damage, and we've reported Mm. that too. It's half million dollar, two hundred fifty thousand dollars in damage. It's a little unclear, to be honest. We have uh, I've almost given up. It has been, and I've said this on air. I'm not being facetious. It has been easier over the years for me <laughs> to get information about the Callaway nuclear plant than it has been about the Golden Corral in Columbia, Missouri. I mean, li- literally. I mean, you, you that's know, a funny, a cheap it, franchise, it, exactly. That's a funny bit, is, right? The thing about it is, I know it's a big deal to our audience because when I tweeted, Stephanie remembers this, I actually went out there and tweeted. I just thought a few people would see it. I went out there on Thanksgiving Day because their 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 Facebook page some said, come out and join us for an unforgettable holiday feast oh it was unforgettable <laughs> yeah. so i went out there th- i thought are they open and, and there was a chain link fence porta potties everywhere um equipment everywhere and you couldn't get in and we got a lot of uh, just a lot of responses on that so hopefully they're able to do that they're going to have to be able to find some employees but uh their buffet i will say this their buffet in terms of breakfast over over the years you there were times at Thanksgiving when they were mm-hmm. open you almost couldn't get in there really? it was that popular so yeah. I think whatever day they open in April it'll be a madhouse I'm guessing uh, but we'll have to go you you have we'll a voucher to. from me yeah it's a virtual voucher <laughs> my birth my birthday is my birthday is April 21st so maybe it'll be a birthday <laughs> should, should we do the whole thing the whole I mean, we go Gary Nolan has some you know events I think you know yeah, I think we should do family well. brunch at the Golden Corral I yeah. like this plan. yeah John's on to something. Well, there we, go. we could we could do the Doctor Tobler special steak sandwich, which would be a T bone in between. <laughs> a T bone. That's right. Exactly. That was no, left over from be- yesterday. The yesterday. other the local the other local chain restaurant that experienced some fire damage that folks are anxiously awaiting to reopen. John, have we heard anything about Red Lobster? Yeah, in Jeff there's City? another one. Well. I'm- I'll have to do the uh, Callaway nuke plant story in deference to Brian for, <laughs> yeah. before oh, we those, pursue those guys, too. Well, and, and Those I, rolls at Red Lobster. The man. cheesy Ooh, bread. But here, here's the thing on Red Lobster. I have called, and I hope they're listening. Biscuits. I've, I've, biscuits. I've driven down there. I have actually called. You can't get a human on the phone at Red Lobster. <laughs> you cannot. So I have no way to know. And I, I just, you talk about, and I yeah. hope they're listening. I hope they're listening. I know, th- I mean, that thing burnt, that thing had that yeah. fire in December, whatever it was. Uh-huh. 
you know, at some point, and, and Golden Corral has been just almost impossible to get information from. Red Lobster, you can't get a human on the phone, so it'd be nice to get an update. But believe it or not, that is what people are talking about. That is yeah. that's more important well, to a number of our listeners than this yeah. debate in the Senate because well, they care about that and they want to know if Red Lobster yeah. is going to be open or not. Well, it's important it to is. have a Red Lobster when All we you have can a... eat shrimp. Yes, I mean, you cheesy know, bread. Yeah, Jefferson City attracts <laughs> some crustaceans. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> Chris, Boy, howdy. Chris is on the line. Go ahead. <laughs> more first world problems. <laughs> Our buffet's been closed. <laughs> uh, this Golden Corral deal, I've been not paying too much attention. My brother's been, keeps asking me, what's going on, what's going on? So, I don't know, a few weeks ago I told him, I said, well, judging by things that have happened here in the past, I said it probably has something to do with the city and the permits and the inspections and whatever, because that's what we do here. We can keep anybody closed forever. No, and that's, uh, that's not correct. Well, and I want to tell you, he, about a week ago, sent me a copy of some guy who posted his email on uh, Facebook or something. He'd contacted, I don't know, the district manager, somebody, whatever, and got an answer back, and it basically said, well, yes, we finally got all our permits in a row. Okay. okay. Yeah. Good. And well, I went, well, you know, he's like, you're a genius. I said, no, that's just normal around here. Oh, and, okay. And I don't know if you remember, we had a uh, a Shoney's or something over there at, yeah. uh, you know, and they just left town. They finally said, look, they were in the middle of remodeling the place, and we were riding them so hard. They said, you know, we got all these stores over the Midwest. Yeah. This one, I think, was yeah. like Blue Springs. We're out yeah. of here. We're well, done with Yep, it. Columbia and other, thank you, Chris. Yeah, Columbia and, just, and other blue uh, jurisdictions tend to talk business development, but they tend I've, to I've talked. I've talked to the city very quickly several times, and those permits had been been issued so okay. it's not been an issue unless there's some miscommunication. So the permits are not the issue. Permits should okay. not be the issue. Okay, good. So Columbia actually put their permit where their mouth is. Okay, when we come back looking at the markets, how high will it go? We'll learn from Stephanie Bell when we come back. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Tell your friends you listen to Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Time for the morning bell with Stephanie. I hope you got some good news. Uh, well, the market's closed with a record close on Monday. The Federal Reserve is set to meet today, so yep. we'll get more news. Um, although, if they are going to provide any relief, people are saying this speculation is they're going to wait till March. Mm-hmm. Um, this morning, Dow futures are just slightly in the green. S&P um, and NASDAQ uh Pretty significant. S and P's at half a percent down. Nasdaq almost a full percent down. Dow has less exposure to tech stocks, and we are getting some um, earnings reports out of those tech companies today and this week. Um, and so the market is mixed as it prepares to open. Now we're getting reports out of Las Vegas, and those of you who know me know that part of my law practice is in the gaming space, and I am a huge stand for Las Vegas. I love it there um, for all of the entertainment and the food and everything else. And we are getting big news out of Las Vegas. Right. This morning, um, well, actually this week. Uh, that Randy they are almost going, wept when this came I, out I, this morning. It's, uh, first, it's the stardust, and now another one falls. <laughs> the Tropicana, Las uh, Vegas, wow. right there on the strip across from MGM, a landmark since 1957, is going to be demolished uh, for the new Oakland Athletics MLB Stadium, and that's right there on the heart of the strip. So that it's kind of surprising. Now, did you ever stay at the Tropicana? No, I, I've I've been I've been in there. I don't. I've never stayed there, but I do think I, I went in once. He's um, so devastated. I yet. Just, 
Well, remember the sands and the star, the sands the and the Tropicana us. and all of that on the old, you know. And what was the other one with the? Uh, oh, it was a Western theme. Um, oh, the Golden Nugget. The Golden yeah. Nugget's still down Is in it Old still Las there? Vegas. Okay. Yeah, but there. Uh, so I recently, so I was just there, and uh-huh. I went on a tour that I hadn't been on before, and yeah. it was amazing. If you're out there, I would recommend it. It is called the Neon Museum, and they say oh. the actual term for that is a boneyard, and they have they have the Stardust sign. They have all. Yeah, of I've the seen old, that on TV. Oh, it was cool, John. And so you walk around this big you know scrap yard and they've actually restored some of the signs and they have plaques and if you get the guided tour they kind of walk you through the history of las vegas and how you know where these signs were placed and in the different artists and everything it is really neat and if you go kind of at dusk uh the signs are lit up and it's just it is really neat um and so History was for me was so fascinating because I've you know known Las Vegas as an adult, Sin City. How I know Las Vegas is what happens in Las Vegas stays in Las Vegas, and that's how it's been marketed. But then you know you forget that in the eighties, Las Vegas went through kind of this era where they tried to market to families, right. and so there's a lot of stuff in the boneyard of that family stuff. They had the pirate ship show at um, where was that? Uh, at Treasure Island, they did Excalibur. MGM even had a kind of like a theme park. Hmm. And so they kind of went through this, hey, this is a great place for families to come. And then they went to this whole Sin City yeah, type yeah. thing. And and actually, the person giving the tour said, I think we're moving into a new era, actually. And Las Vegas is entering its sports era. Oh. And let me just run through a couple things with you. So they're, they're doing this for the MLB Stadium. But if you recall that Raider Stadium is new, mm-hmm. the, Ni- the Las Vegas Knights just won the Stanley Cup. They've got a women's team, the Aces. They just had F1 sports betting is taking off and they're about to host the Super about Bowl. About to host the Super Bowl with our own Chiefs there. Yep. And uh, oh, speaking of the Chiefs, a lot of controversy in MAGA world about oh, yeah. Taylor Swift. Why? Oh, Lord. What are they worked up about Taylor Swift? I, maybe you all can help us figure it out. 573-874-9390. Taylor Swift, how could she be anything but beautiful? She- this is Mid-Missouri's number one rated morning show. That uh, I don't know. But you're taking shots at me like it's Patron. And I'm just like, damn. It's 7 a.m. Say it in the street, that's a knockout. But you say it in a tweet, that's a cop-out. And I'm just like, hey. Are you okay? It's funny. Once in a while, Hannah turns the mic on early in a bumper song. Other times, when she's sitting, in case you're watching us on Facebook, when Hannah's into the bumper music, I could go to the Golden Corral and have breakfast before the mic goes on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> this is a good song. So there is a lot of controversy swirling around speculation that Taylor Swift, and this is all allegedly a conspiracy among the, quote, MAGA cult, according to several news reports, not my words. Um, a, a quote, this is AZ Central, Arizona Central. The loony conspiracy that the AFC championship game between the Chiefs and the Ravens was rigged to make the Chiefs win as part of some Democratic propaganda plan, and that Taylor Swift is going to endorse Joe Biden, and it's all a big NFL, woke, progressive thing. I mean, I've not heard a peep out of Taylor Swift except showing adoration for her guy. You know, and uh, and I have not heard that, but I mean, the the, the reality is... 
the bottom line is Baltimore lost the game. I mean, they they lost the game. Lamar Jackson uh, threw a pick. They didn't play very well. I mean, you know, there's there's just you know. I wouldn't be surprised if she endorses uh, President Biden, but regardless, I I don't I don't buy that. Um, they you know they also missed a touchdown by maybe a half half a foot. But I will tell you, I hope people tuned in last night here to the Eagle because Joe Pags had a I thought an interesting discussion last night, and I'll sum it up. He had a lot of calls about this very issue, not not the one you just talked about, but the issue of, of basically they were debating whether or not Taylor Swift is being shown too much on the screen and the host and there's a female host with him i forget her name she's on every night with joe pags i think they they were under the impression that and i don't go to the game so callers will have to help help us out here um they were under the impression that taylor swift is being shown on the jumbotron at these games now we see her on the tv She's in a box somewhere. I don't know where at the box, somewhere at the stadium. But, you know, callers had some were conservative. They said, no, they don't have any problem with her being on there. Others did have an issue. But one thing we learned is that caller after caller were telling Pags on air last night, she is not being shown at the game. In other words, at Arrowhead, they'd have no idea she was there. It's television. I don't know. I... he was under the impression she was like on a big screen or whatever, unless people right next to her, I guess, see her, you'd not know she was there. Well, that's, that's my impression. My perception has been the last couple of games, she's kind of farther back in the press box. You know, she's not sitting right against the glass like she was. I haven't seen her do that in a couple of weeks. So I wonder if maybe that's on purpose. You know, maybe she's trying to be in a less visible spot. So she, so she can just watch the game. A lot of people also said that Jason Kelsey took one for the team at that game that he made headlines at uh, because he took the attention away from Taylor. Like, he was doing Taylor a favor by acting a fool. Jim texts us, will NORAD track Taylor Swift flight from Tokyo to Vegas for Super Bowl? I mean, people are already doing That's a good one. They're yeah, they're doing the calculations, but even I think at the last game, it was speculated that at one point the camera yeah. was pointed right in her face and she mouthed, go away, please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't yeah, see that. Exactly. Yeah, no, and that I think that was reported in the Kansas City Star. Was that during the game? Or it was after? during the game, and, the, and it was pointed right at her, and you saw her back away in some of the celebratory things. She walked down to the field with Travis, but then when he had the moment with like his dad and his mom and his brother, she backed you know out of the shot, and so I do think you see kind of a, a respect for this isn't my, uh, you know, this, this is something somebody else's thing and I, I'm trying to be respectful and I mean why, why do we blame her and then this whole thing like conservatives wanting to take her on and say oh this is goodness. some conspiracy I, I think that's a bad I think that's a bad move I think you know I I honestly don't care what I, I mean I don't care what her politics are as long as she's not trying to push them on me. Axios is reporting conservative media personalities are raging over a new enemy and one time Biden endorsed her. I think the left is trying to stir up this controversy and say, if you like Taylor Swift, you know, MAGA people hate you and they hate Taylor Swift. And I think I think it's to their benefit to try to turn all the Swifties against um, against us. I, I think this is all made up. But most of it, most of the younger people anywhere are probably going to vote. You know, those younger people are going to probably a lot of them vote Democratic. But, it, you know, I, I, I understand. And again, if she's not the one, 
I think what people that are watching the football games, it's not Nance and Romo that it's not them that just put the camera on her. It would be a director or a producer. Somebody has to hit a button yeah. in the truck. That's what they call it in the truck and, and show her. I didn't see this, but Tony um, Romo's got him married already. What you say is very important, Brian, because there's no doubt that whenever something goes awry on a broadcast at all, it is the producer's fault. They're That's, they're the one that should be. Yeah, isn't, yeah, isn't that true, yeah. Hannah? Don't you? Uh-oh. Oh, Hannah! You're hitting the bird. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, I, I just look. It, the NFL is entertainment, and as part of the entertainment, it used to be the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Now it's Taylor Swift. It's not always about the guys on the confines of the football field. Well, and I I kind of feel like this conspiracy whatever you want to call it came out of left field this week which i find really humorous because they're talking about an endorsement that she made in 2020 anyone that has done any research on taylor knows that she did that why is it all of a sudden a big deal well and i think we've well well vivek ramaswamy alina haba Janine Pirro, they're publicly fuming over it. So, I mean, it, it is coming from right-wing mouthpieces. Former presidential candidate. But, yeah. uh, you know, the. <clears throat> I would also point out um, that, uh, and again, I, I'd i be curious if people want to see her on TV or not. I mean, it, it, we've got a text line, 573-874-9390. I'd be curious what people know. I for can, the Chiefs ratings I, I can, when she's on TV. And I can yes. tell you it got a lot of attention last night, but let's not forget in the night and i know it was a different era and i know it was different things were much more bipartisan those days but some of us will remember that howard cosell on monday night football interviewed john lennon actually it was not quite pretty similar it was you know a big deal at the time he had a lot of popularity to say the least but he was on monday night football john lennon was interviewed on monday night football and the next interview was the governor of the state of california governor ronald reagan and it what people just accepted it. it wasn't that big of a deal and reagan actually was teaching the game of football to john lennon reagan was a conservative john lennon would be pretty much like her today i mean he was pretty progressive but things were different in there was as long but things were different in that era i don't remember it being that that big of a deal and the interviews by the way were really really good i believe i believe as i recall reagan was interviewed by by um uh it would have been Frank Gifford, and it would have been, for sure, Cosell that interviewed Howard Cosell. <laughs> Sidebar to that story, yeah. though, if it, people remember, if you were watching Monday Night Football, I think in 1980, Howard had to break in on the air and say John Lennon had been shot and killed. That's yeah. right, during the Patriots game. Tim says, I hate football, but I like when I see Taylor supporting her boyfriend's career. Let her enjoy her life. We should be thankful she's in love with a Midwestern football player. Well, and supporting her boyfriend's career, but I just think like this is like conservatives should be cheering this. I mean, yeah. she's had the worst boyfriends ever, and she's even said, like, I, you know, I can't find someone that I can stand toe to toe with as a professional woman. So to, so she's finally learning what it's like to date a real man. Yeah. Um, and and like that, that we should we should we should phrase that. And she's learning this is a good thing, right? And I, no. I think and, and you you want to root for the underdog. And the Chiefs kind of got to a place in their in their um, in their season where we yeah. thought it's never going to happen. Sure. And so that's been really exciting. And for her and her relationships, right? She's the underdog. She's had some really really bad ones, yeah. and it seems like she finally found a good one. And so I think it's okay to root for her and root for the Chiefs and and leave politics out of it. What but, I what I have found fun is. You know, since the Chiefs 
you know, since or since the Chiefs locked in that they're going to the Super Bowl, uh, the kind of tongue in cheek conspiracy theories that the Swifties have come up with, <laughs> um, you know, both teams, the Chiefs and the 49ers, the main color in their fan base is the color red. Yeah. Which, of course, Taylor Swift has an album named Red. That's one of the eras. I didn't know that. Now um, I do. With Swifties, the number 13 has big significance, and the Super Bowl will be Taylor Swift's 13th NFL game that she will have made an appearance at. So it's things like that that are kind of fun. And Hannah will be reading tarot cards after the show. <laughs> I said tongue-in-cheek. Swifties are deep into those like weird. But Taylor Swift is infamous for leaving all these weird Easter eggs throughout her albums and in her music videos. And so they're con- the Swifties are really excellent at picking out and, and, and you know what color nails does she have and all of this. And so they're constantly reading into thinking that everything, there's a point. And sometimes there's just Well, and you know, Travis Kelsey's number is 87. And using that 13 number that I said has significance to the Swifty fan base, 87 plus 13 equals... 100. Perfect match. It yeah. was meant to be. It, What's it, what about 100? Well, they would they'd be 87 plus 13, but I still... <laughs> Do we need to get the calculator what's, out? What's, what's magic about 100? Well, it's, it's just, just perfect a... Perfect match. Yeah. Like 100%. Yeah. And, uh, it would, yeah. And, and again, I'm just I curious. thought it was a Taylor thing, maybe a, an album with 100. Whether people like her politics or not, I think that's really... I don't think anyone, hopefully, is not saying anything mean about her... But I have heard complaints from our listeners about some of her politics. We've had them call in and stuff, and they certainly heard it last night on Joe Peggs. But it is very important to reiterate, it is not her that is putting the camera on her at the game. It would be a director. Um, and they'd have to find where she is. So, um, now, Peggs was, Peggs actually said one more thing I probably should, should tell people pegs was saying she should she should be able to tell them i don't want the camera on her but technically if the cbs wants to put a camera on her i don't know that she can stop them i fully oppose when hannah zooms in really close on my face when i am trying to put on my makeup and (laughs) i have you upside down no control yeah when randy hangs out like a bat for half the show because he's all upside down (laughs) randy and i no control big brother's watching so (laughs) melissa says regarding taylor i agree with you she's just trying to support her man the rest are trying to stir things up yes hannah gary says i think there's a lot to this people are just jealous yeah Chiefs are now like New England when they won. Boy, there's a lot of hate going on in the Chiefs. Well, you I know, mean, when, really when the Chiefs the were... When well, the that's Chief, what I mean, nationally. When the Chiefs were on their losing streak, everyone was hating on Taylor because she was bad luck. Now yeah. that they're doing well again, now all of a sudden we need to focus on who she yeah. voted for in 2020. Yeah. And, for, and I'm sorry, she's a pop star. Is anyone surprised that she's going to promote the Democratic candidate? And for those who talk about her politics, didn't wasn't there something about a Soros... A Soros affiliated entity that bought her songs and she had to buy them back, or they I owned don't her. Know that. There was something about licensing of her songs. And he is tight with Usher, and Usher is supposed to do the halftime show, so oh. it might be a Taylor Scooter Braun. We don't, I think we there give could him be some drama. Yeah, give Usher oh, him right the off thing, the stage yeah. and put Taylor up there. That's what <laughs> I well, say. That's what, that's what the talk was uh, that she was going to go to the fifty yard line with Travis and Toe and endorse Joe Biden right during the halftime oh, show. Here's oh, one. Oh, I hope John, that, don't start that. Okay. I knew. I knew when I gave that phone number out for text. I knew what I was yeah. doing. I knew that phone because that that and Golden Corral. That's what people care about. <laughs> Tim 
says, <laughs> I hope the Chiefs win and Taylor will be at the parade, which in the past has been on Valentine's Day. Yes, it oh, usually is. Oh, baby. Oh, man. Okay. Go- governor's go- governor would be there, too. Um, it, it, that, but Jim don't. says, Swift Kelsey should be celebrated. Two young Americans who have worked their butts off in order to achieve great success. I wonder if Governor Carson dream. will get a Taylor Swift tattoo if the Chiefs win this Super Bowl. I don't yeah, see get a big Carson number 13 on the other arm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right. When we come back, KJP disingenuously expressing sympathy. But would you expect anything else? That and more on The Leftovers. We'll wrap it up. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. A doctor and a lawyer walk into a bar and hilarity ensues. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Here's a big old serving of leftovers. Enjoy. <laughs> All right, we do have some leftovers. It seems like there's just so little time. Hannah, can you go for it? Can, you think you think Nolan would give us another hour? Oh, yeah. Yeah, not a problem. <laughs> we'll have to ask producer Brian about that. I don't Our 915 meeting, though, might uh, disapprove. Oh, that's right. <laughs> All right. Stephanie, what do you got on the leftover plate? Well, I, we are getting reports that an Osage County telecommunications operator assisted with the delivery of a newborn <laughs> yesterday. And I always, uh, and so she helped with the pre-baby arrival until the actual EMS arrived. Um, that's always exciting and was one of my biggest fears when I was, yeah. you know, nine months pregnant. Yeah. Very unlikely with that first baby. So after that, you never know, especially the more and more you have. I mean, and that's going to become an increasing reality for people, women in rural uh, Missouri, you know, right. as hospitals continue to have to close their OB wards. It's already happened over the last decade. So I think Brenda's going to be one of my winners of the week nomination for Friday. Because, I think so. I mean, to have to keep your cool while someone else is not yep. probably not able to keep their cool. Those those operators do just they do they great work. do wonderful wonderful work. Producer Hannah, what do you got on your plate? Um, my my plate is looking pretty empty. It is. You don't have any of those oats left over that you want to share with the class. I did finally actually <laughs> uh, throw those away. The two remaining servings that I had in the fridge, oh, I, I gave up on them. Yeah. I tossed them yesterday. Did you ever find your burrito? No, I didn't. Yeah, I have listen, to buy you a burrito. Listen. I'll just go to Taco Bell and get you. No, one. this was this was a healthy burrito. It was high protein, low carb. I made it myself. Yeah, it can't be replaced. Just as well, it was lost. Why don't you eat a real what? burrito? No. <laughs> there you go. It was good, and that's why I was so sad to lose it. Well, if it was anything one high protein on a burrito, yeah. order two servings of refried beef. If it was anything, oh. yeah. If it was anything like that stuff that looked like liquid nails that you called no. oatmeal no, one no, day. No, no, no. Listen, I I baked the chicken. You know, seasoned it accordingly. Yes. And then the sauce for the burrito was blended cottage cheese yep. with some dry ranch seasoning and buffalo sauce. Okay. And then you mix that in with your cut up chicken, mm-hmm. add a little bit of rice, and put it in a low carb tortilla. I think Helene would approve of that. Yeah, it sounds like something. Oh, well, she good. That sounds okay. <laughs> no, All right. It was good. Well, I want you to listen to this because I. I'm troubled by, is it something that just happens to leadership and the higher in leadership you go from local to state to national, do you lose your humanity? And the reason I ask that is, listen to, we we remember when Joe Biden was looking at his watch when he accepted the transfer of troops that one time. Awful. Okay. This was KJP asked about those three soldiers who were, um, who were fallen as a result of the drone strike in Jordan the other day. 
Biden administration's plans or response to what has happened? So uh, nothing new to to uh, report back from what uh, Admiral John Kirby shared with all of you about an hour or so ago. What I will say, our deepest, uh, obviously our deepest condolences uh, go out and our heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three, three brave, uh, three brave, uh, three brave, of, uh, three folks who are who are military folks who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration, of the American people, Obviously, more so, more importantly, uh, we lost those souls, as the president said yesterday when he... I mean, how disingenuous. Biden is rubbing off on her. And fighting for the administration? Awful. How arrogant. KJP, give her the hook. Shame on you. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for being here.